Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Hey, coming up Friday, guess who's going to be on the show during this very moment? Rick Caruso. You got it right. You I knew that. A and a star. I knew that. I, I hope you have. Yes, uh, of course, uh, one week from today is the official vote in the June 7th primary. One of the big questions on the ballot, who's, who's going to replace yoga pants as L.A. mayor? Rick Caruso's our pick, and we'll get a chance to talk to him ahead of next Tuesday's big results here on the John and Ken Show. Now we're going to talk to um, Tom Luna. And he's the father of Andrew Luna. Luna rather. Uh, Andrew is a senior at Granada Hills Charter High School. He did not get vaccinated. And even though um, life has changed significantly regarding the need for vaccination, especially as a, a young man of 18 years old, uh, they will not they would not let him go to the prom. They would not let him go to senior awards night and uh, they will not let him uh, take part in the graduation ceremony. In fact, uh, he missed out on the entire last semester of his senior year on campus because they're still enforcing this uh, absurd, unnecessary vaccination policy let's get uh let's get uh 
Tom Luna on, the dad. Tom, how are you? Good. How are you? We're good. Uh, um, why didn't your son get vaccinated? What were his reasons? Well, um, we have a few reasons why he didn't get vaccinated. First of all, we, uh, we have a, a religious reason, and that alone should be enough. But um, we also wanted to wait and see what the long-term effects are of these vaccines. And, um, and, and just looking at the, the laundry list of, of uh, side effects that are coming out, um, I'm pretty sure we made the, the right decision. And then after that, we still let Andrew uh, make his own decision. And he decided not to get the vaccine, and we stand by his decision. And his reasons were similar to yours? Yes, very much similar. Um, and the biggest reason is that these vaccines just don't work. I mean, they don't, they don't stop anyone from transmitting it, uh, being infected. Uh, they just it, it hasn't. I'm not sold on these vaccines at all. Well, that's what's interesting. As time has gone on, yeah, you can still spread it. You can still get it. I mean, the the major benefit, it seems, is that you won't end up in the hospital, most likely. But 18-year-olds weren't being hospitalized anyway. Uh, you know, they, they, were, they were the most uh, resilient of all the age groups. I mean, the, the number of 18-year-olds in prison, in prison, in hospitals for COVID really was almost near zero. Statistically, right. so what? What is what is the school's obsession here? I, I wish I knew, but I, I think it's ridiculous. And and you described it perfectly. It's absurd and and it's unnecessary. It's 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 uh, it's just ridiculous, is what it is. All the rest of LAUSD has pushed these vaccine mandates all the way back to uh, at least July of 2023, but this one school, and it just has, it happens to be our home school. Uh, came out with their own vaccine mandate, and because of the mandate, my son can't go to school there anymore. It's a charter school, so it doesn't have to abide by the general LAUSD policy? That's correct. So all the other schools in regular LA, LAUSD, that system, uh, have they've just kicked the can down the road till next year. Exactly, exactly. And what's, what really bothers me is that... Uh, you know, all these kids can go to a movie theater. They can go to a baseball game. They can go and visit each other on the weekends, but they just can't go to school together. And that's uh, that well, doesn't make any well, sense. Well, first of all, everybody else is vaccinated in the school. So uh, who, who, who are they going to hurt? Okay. <laughs> Even well, if your to... son got it and he can get it anyway, whether he's vaccinated or not, who's he going to give it to? And actually, their <laughs> vaccine doesn't even stop them from getting it. I, the whole thing is absurd. Yeah. And it, it is absurd, and and now they've they've actually taken uh, some of the some of the kids who are exempt from the vaccines, such as the ones with uh, disabilities and everything. Um, they they don't have to be vaccinated, but now they're telling these kids that uh, although they are exempt from getting the vaccine to go to school, now they're not being allowed to graduate, and that is totally ridiculous because they can go to class with all these kids and they spend the entire day with them but they won't let him walk on stage. And that's just totally ridiculous. They're blaming the uptick in COVID cases. And apparently they won't let your son just take a test and get negative results and come in and get his diploma. Right. And this uptick in, in, in vaccines, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, this uptick in COVID cases, when did this uptick occur? That's what I want to know because they've been planning this since last year. Oh, it's they've been, been it's been going up and down for, for two and a half years. There's a there's well, a no. there's a wave and it recedes and there's a wave and it recedes. That's that's the way these things work. It, it doesn't matter if there's an uptick or a downtick. 
Well, I'm talking about the uh, I'm talking about the um, the the mandate for the vaccine. The, the mandate has been going on since since uh, the the fall of last year. So, if they're talking about an uptick in cases, that uptick had to have taken place last year. That's what they're referring to. Have you had uh, sit down conversations with anybody to address the absurdity? I- I have uh, had conversations with um, a couple of people within the school and uh, the uh, director for the Board of Charter Schools. And uh, basically, they're just saying that the same thing that um, Granada Hills Charter is saying, that there is basically they're a charter school and they can make their own rules. And that's that. No, but what, I mean, have they talk about why? I mean, once you lay out the discussion we just had, uh, what's the yeah, response? So I mean, I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty cut and dried. They told me the same thing that you just said. There's an uptick in cases, and we feel that it's necessary to have a, uh, a mandate for the vaccines. Well, the, the uptick in cases have, has nothing to do with the effectiveness of the vaccines, though. Oh, no, I know. I agree. Uh, so he's missed everything. The senior prom. He's never been in class since last fall, and now he can't go to the graduation in person? That's correct. They're keeping them out of everything, and it's it's just not fair to these kids. I mean, these kids have have earned the right to to go to yeah, graduation they're, they're, and they're being denied. They're, they're putting out the argument that we have a ninety nine percent vaccination rate, so there. But I don't. But that's the argument that he doesn't need it. Well, they, they got a ninety nine percent vaccination rate because they kicked out all the unvaccinated students. <laughs> that's true. Oh, I see. So, <laughs> what? Well, so there's still one percent in there without the vaccine. Or? What uh, did he have? Well, yeah. Did he have uh, any regrets along the way? Did he did he come to you and say, "Well, maybe I should maybe I should change my mind here"? Well, you know, when this all started, you know, we gave him the choice. We told him at first. We told him, "Look, you're not getting vaccinated. It's not safe." Then we gave him the choice because because there's so much stuff in the school that it wasn't very important to him. He was he was actually on the yearbook committee designing the yearbook. He was uh, he designed their their senior sweatshirt. He was the president of their art club. And all that stuff, of course, was very important to him, but uh, it all went away when they kicked him out of school. So we actually let him make his own decision, and he decided to give uh, give all that up and uh, stick to his guns, and we're very proud of him for yeah, it. Yeah, no, he should be admired for not giving in to this. Uh, Definitely. This. I guess and there was a rally today of supporters. Oh, I'm sorry, what was that? There was a rally today of supporters outside the school? or? Oh, yeah, there were there were a lot of supporters out there today um, speaking their mind, and uh, you know there's also about 70 other seniors that are not able to graduate because for the same reason they kicked out over 170 kids altogether, um, and uh, it's just unfair. They kicked and out 170 people, kids. Yes, and the community is not even aware of it, and that's that's part of the problem is people don't know what's going on, and this school is oh. they're. Out of their mind. Like Barbara Ferrer is running it. 170 kids they kicked out for a vaccine that doesn't stop the spread. That's just great. Exactly. Forced them all into to online learning. All right, Tom. Well, we wish you and your son all the best. We're sorry about that. Yeah. Proud of him, though, for yeah. standing up to the oppressors. Shows a lot of courage exactly. and, and conviction. He'll yeah. uh, he'll uh, he'll be a, a strong force in the world, while the other weak, yeah. obedient sheep will just uh, find their cubicles cubicles to waste <laughs> exactly. away and. All right, thanks for coming on, Tom. All right, thank you for having me. All right, that's Tom Luna, whose 18-year-old son cannot graduate in person in Granada Hills at a charter high school. 
because he remains unvaccinated. More coming up. John and Ken. No, this is not a rerun from 2020. KFI AM 640. Oh, yeah. I passed a little table this weekend of people still collecting signatures to recall L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon. I mean, they're in the last month or so of signature collecting. And the last update we got, 450,000 signatures and growing strong. But they need to eclipse 600, maybe even towards 700,000 signatures. If you can help, it's recalldageorgegascon.com. You have to be an L.A. County voter to sign the petition. I mentioned last week that they were mailing them to households, which is another great way to reach even more people. So please do that. Uh, We'll be watching closely next week. San Francisco will vote on recalling their DA, Chesa Bowden, and uh, that could be a harbinger of things to come here. Uh, We've been talking, of course, about the mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas that killed 19 school children and two teachers And what to do about uh, kids that are clearly making threats on social media. They're acting out. They're acting violent. We told you that the Texas mass shooter apparently was parading around a bag of uh, dead cats. He was an animal torturer. Now we go to Florida for a completely sort of the opposite from a sheriff. It's in Lee County, Florida. His name is Carmine Mercino. And what he did that made news recently is he perp-walked a 10-year-old by the name of Daniel Marquez, who had threatened a school shooting. He sent the text to one of his friends with a photo that he had purchased four assault rifles, and he said, get ready. Well, the friend turned him in. The sheriff, who's been going on the talk circuit, and he spoke to the Daily Mail, he doesn't put up with this. The vast majority of parents come forward and tell me, thank you for doing that. My child is now afraid of the consequences. It's changing the way we behave. It's changing the way children think. He thinks parents have become too concerned that they'll be accused of abuse or something worse if they call out their kid for this kind of behavior. Yeah. No, we've got got a society that's afraid to uh, make critical thoughts. Either out, say them out loud, make them in public, say them to your kids, say them to other people. Everyone's afraid to speak out. And when you get a 10-year-old who feels comfortable making threats and passing around photos of the guns he's going to use to shoot, when you see that he's comfortable doing that, what does that tell you? It's like all the crime we're dealing with in L.A. He knows there's no consequences. He knows he can pass it off as a joke. Maybe it's a joke. Maybe it's not a joke. Maybe, maybe that defense can never be accepted. Oh, I was just joking. Oh, I don't believe you. How do I know that? That's what they all say. All the killers say, oh, I was just joking. So he cuffed the kid. He walked him to the patrol car in front of the media. And then he posted his mugshot. Good. He said all this is to make the point that if you don't, I guess he calls it scared straight. Remember that term from years ago? Yeah. He will continue to release juvenile mug shots. He's done this in the past. In fact, there's a collection of this this, this 10-year-old boy, too. is like, he really looks about eight. Uh, But they put out mug shots of the other under, I guess, 18-year-olds that they have uh, charged because he says he thinks this is a way, even if they don't end up with any real case against them because they're juveniles, probably not. This is something that will stick in their head that they were paraded, handcuffed. Oh, it's traumatizing. Taking a photo of. Oh, and it's a good trauma to have.
It's again, it's a, it's a, it's a great message. You, this is this is the example everybody else needs to see. You're not you're not going to get these cases very much. We can stop wasting our time now with the jokester guys who right. uh, are calling in pranks or you know sending messages just to see the reaction. At least clear those guys off the table, and you can focus on the truly insane. He apparently texted his friend a image of four assault rifles. He said, get ready for Water Day, referencing a school-sponsored event in which students participate in water activities like playing in sprinklers, but you know I what? guess he meant a different Water Day. He, he was too detailed at 10. Like, he had, he had the right scary phrase to use, you know, get ready for Water Day. Like, he knew, okay, big crowd, outdoors. He knew that it would be easy to pull this off, right? It gives his threat more credibility. Yeah. He knows you put photos of guns. Again, more credibility. He knew they would believe it more. Like he had the whole language of a shooter down. I don't know if this is a joke. Uh, the sheriff said, we have a 10-year-old, a fifth grader that sends text messages that circulate pictures of wads of money, pictures of rifles, written threats after that. Uh, he said, we couldn't overlook this. No. And he said, I'm going to take this to the extreme because you know what? Maybe he wouldn't have shot up the school, but, but if I keep nabbing these kids, I may eventually nab the, the one that is going to throw up. Also, the... there's something wrong with him because it's a very, even if it is a joke, it's a really hostile joke. It's not a joke that was meant for people to laugh at. I don't even think joke is the right word. It was a, it was, it's a prank. It's a prank to make people feel terrified. Well, you know, little boys like chaos sometimes. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's really to get people. Usually fearful. they just torture little girls or something like that, but. Well, that's different. That's fine. Now we're in a different age where this kid watches the news and he's like, wow, it's, 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 yeah, that could be impactful. Why don't I pretend I'm going to shoot up the school? It's not like pulling Deborah's ponytail in fifth grade. I had mean boys in my life. <laughs> I'll bet. I did. Uh, they always picked on you? Not just boys, girls too, because I was so short. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot yeah. about the small thing. Yeah. Really? Yes, really. <laughs> they, <laughs> Please they get it out. They didn't find you cute? Maybe they did, but. Uh, <laughs> little yeah. Debbie? Oh, yeah. I was called Little Debbie and, yeah. Like the snack cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people I still... I forgot still, about that. Still refer to those things. <laughs> but yeah, people used to make fun of me because I was short. <laughs> That's very, very cruel. Mean. Very yeah. cruel. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of sheriffs like this, which is why he's been going on the TV circuit. He was on Fox News. He no. talked to the Daily Mail, but he no. says... What, what do we got? We you got to do something to, to get it out of these kids. Because another kid may see this and think, all right, I'm not going to pull that joke. Because, yeah. Not in that county. Right, because it's not funny. It, it, it causes terror. It, it causes panic attacks. You may, This gets out. You know how many, how many uh, mothers and fathers are going to freak out? They're going to be running to buy guns. Yeah. You, you, could, you could create some terrible incident panicking people like that. Everybody's on edge now about schools. Now, there may be something wrong with him that he wanted to cause that kind of reaction. <laughs> yes, you would think if there are any parents, uh, they might want to take a closer look at what their kid's up to. And what his issues are. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken Show, Deborah Mark has news. What little Debbie has news? <laughs> little Debbie cakes. That's that's me. I right, make news this afternoon from Texas, the scene of the mass shooting in Uvalde at Robb Elementary School that killed nineteen students and two teachers. The police chief of the school district, his name is Pete Arredondo, along with the Uvalde police itself. They are not cooperating with any investigation by the Texas Department of Public Safety. Those are the state investigators, and they told them 
no, no interviews. We're not talking to you. We're not giving you anything. So I think yeah. that tells you all you need to know about that terrible calamity there. But, you they know, know they, they're in deep doo-doo here. They, don't, they don't want to give up anything that could be incriminating or could result in big civil payouts. They don't want to take responsibility. They, yeah. they owe this to the parents. First of all, the payouts are going to be the insurance companies. Um, what, what, why don't you, you owe it to the parents and, and, and the brothers and sisters and the family members and the friends and the whole town? I don't think there's enough insurance to cover what they're going to have to pay well, out for but, the deaths of 19 children. There's no way. It's going to have to come from the coffers of the town and maybe beyond that, the there, state. There's only so much money in the town. Right. You know, it's 16,000 people. The, you, you, yeah. you, there's no way to get enough money to account for this anyway. Yeah. It, it, that money is money doesn't bring any of the kids back. You know, I, 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 I'm sure some of the parents don't care about the money. It's almost a ritual you go through where you sue and you get something for it. And, but really, really, what they have to do is explain why the police chief didn't have his men storm the place and why the men themselves didn't do it on their own which is what they're trained to do. And they all went through the training. There's no excuses for these people. I hear so many people trying, well, maybe they weren't trained right. Maybe they, no, they were trained. They did know. They chose not to out of cowardice or stupidity. I don't know what, but it was their choice to let those kids die. And of course right. they don't want to talk about it. How, how, do, you, how, do, you, how do you talk? That, I don't think their brains will accept that they're responsible for some of these kids bleeding out to death. And in a story that, you know, could be connected to this in a certain way, uh, they have closed uh, Modern Day High School in Santa Ana for the rest of the week because of a credible threat to the campus. A letter was sent out to parents and students today that the school will be closed all week. That's part of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Orange, by the way, Modern Day. And that's where they had that... Uh, Hazing problem with some of the athletes getting hurt. Yeah, the weird hazing stuff. I don't know if that's connected to this. Now we turn to, of course, there had to be this story. Uh, they have found a gas station near downtown LA, $8 a gallon for regular gas. How about that? The average gas price in LA County is at $6 and about 18, 17 cents which is, of course, a record high. I saw... In, there are some stations that are jumping ahead to $8. Studio City, I saw today, regular seven oh nine at a, seven, at a mobile... Yes, yeah, 7 is coming soon. At a mobile station. I'm just an ordinary mobile station and not in some fancy area of the city. No. Well, we now turn to the experts. Uh, gas, of course, is just oh, part good. of the problem with inflation. That'll answer all questions. The experts. The experts. And one of the experts is supposedly the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen. She used to be the head of the Fed, wasn't she? The Federal Reserve? Yeah. Before she got this post in the Biden administration? Yeah. Uh, she's one of these people that went around a year ago downplaying inflation. Uh, she was asked today by Wolf Blitzer... On CNN, uh, was that a mistake to say that a year ago? Here is part of the audio. Is it a mistake, Madam Secretary, to downplay this inflation risk? Did that contribute to the problems we're all seeing right now? Well, um, look, I, I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. As I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted uh, energy and food prices and um, supply bottlenecks 
that have affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time didn't fully understand. But we recognize <laughs> oh, that now uh, the Federal Reserve is taking the steps that it needs to take. It's up to them to decide what to do. And for our part, President Biden is focused on supplementing what the Fed does with actions we can take. Do you know she is about as uh, useful to go to as an expert as some lady running a gardening shop in Pasadena? Well, a year ago, March 2021, she said, is there a risk of inflation? Oh, I think it's small and I think it's manageable. To get a sustained high inflation like we had in the 70s, I absolutely don't expect that. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Most experts don't. Then she said in October, well, yeah, some inflation will persist just into uh, until around the second half of 2022. Just talking out of her rear end. She has. Well, no, yeah, that's she what has most no, of them do. Th- well, because they have a job and they have status that pays really well. And they're living in a nice neighborhood and they go to nice cocktail parties and um, they have uh, access, you know, to meet famous, rich, influential people. Uh, everything about their life is really cool as long as they keep their status as an expert. Now, do they actually know anything useful? Clearly they don't. You could have gotten a random answer like that from any one of 10 million people in the country who maybe read, uh, you know, newspapers, right, the regularly, right? You read the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, you can get enough knowledge in your head to give out some kind of generic answer like that. But do they actually know anything? No, they don't. And that's why I don't listen to experts. I laugh when I hear, well, the experts are saying, well, we're going to interview an expert now. No, they're not experts. When it comes to predicting, when it comes to collecting past knowledge uh, and telling telling me the past knowledge you've collected by studying in college for all those years. You know, a surgeon, right? If he's he's studied surgery and he's operated on, you know, uh, 500 brains, I'll listen to his analysis of a brain issue. But somebody predicting the future? (laughs) No. Well, especially when it comes to Wall Street and the economy. Yeah. There are many factors go into whatever chaos comes out of those things on a weekly, monthly basis. It's all random. It's all input. It's factors in the millions and trillions of people's decisions and lives and what's amazing it's hard to say what's going to happen this wasn't a shock that happened just for a week or a month this was something that happened over two years and it's clear that all these experts for over two years never sat down and thought okay how hard is it going to be to restart the economy worldwide after two years of a lockdown in fact they should have had that conversation before everything was locked down if we shut down production around the world What's going to happen? Can you restart it up quickly? If, if, if people don't spend much money for two years and then you give them a lot of free fake money, what are they going to do at the end of the two years? Oh, look at that. They end up buying lots of stuff all at once. So there were a lot of orders. It, it took a while to start up the factories. So you have this immense supply chain problem because so many people are ordering goods and it takes so long to get the factories rolling again. They didn't think this through before they issued the lockdowns. They didn't think about it while things were locked down off and on over two years. They They were saving lives. Now you stop it. And they didn't save any lives. That's what's funny. They didn't. The places that were locked down and the places that weren't locked down had roughly the same damage in the end. So they they were wrong. All the experts were wrong about predicting the course of the, uh, the pandemic, too. And the vaccine, as it turns out.
All right, when we come back, we got better predictors as to whether or not the recession is coming. We'll tell you what they are. John and Ken, KFI. Yeah, more and more. Even the wealthy can go down. TMZ is reporting that uh, outside the home of actor Owen Wilson was a Tesla that was parked there. Somebody stole the rims and the tires, valued at $4,000 from the car. Yeah, don't leave your Tesla parked on the street, particularly on the west side, where there's a lot of roaming criminals. Uh, We were talking about the um, attempts to predict inflation, how wrong the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was a year ago saying, oh, this is manageable and it's short term and we're really not going to get too worried about it. Now, a year later, it's burying Biden and the Democrat Party. You know what? And they they never questioned whether they were wrong. It's one thing to have an opinion. Oh, I don't think it's going to be a problem. But did they ever sit and say, all right, what if we're wrong? What if we're wrong? What, what what should we look for? What should we do? Let's let's build some kind of let's have a plan. Let's have a plan here. And if we see the slightest little wiggle in the numbers, but they just went blithely along month after month for a whole year. Do, 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 now they're do, counting do. on the Fed. They think that the Fed with the interest rates is going to be able to jigger some kind of control over this. But well, theoretically, yes, but yes. it's going to take a while and cause a lot of damage. Now, what are the real good prediction predictors of a recession? Well, there's a couple that come from the everyday world. Well, maybe not your everyday, but there are people that uh, participate in this. Uh, There are two that give us conflicting opinions about a looming recession. The first is the reports are coming in from all over the country that the strip clubs are empty. Mm. And apparently this has been used as a barometer before, sort of a rough economic forecaster, (laughs) that when the men stop going to the strip clubs... It's a sign that uh, it's the first, they're tightening. It's the first thing that gets cut in the budget. They're, they're, they're really? tightening up, right? <laughs> <laughs> a woman who goes by the name, oh, look at that, Boda, Boda Sell Bimbo. Uh, tweeted Bot- out, no, uh, Botticelli Bimbo. A Botticelli Bimbo. What's Botticelli? Is that a- uh, I don't know. Uh, the strip club is sadly a leading indicator, and I can promise y'all we are in a recession. Me getting stock alerts just to decide whether or not it's worth to go to work. I guess you was right. a stripper at the... If, uh, if the stock market goes way down, then you know, because people aren't going to feel uh, like spending frivolous money. Yes. The, the, part of it is the mood, too. Not just not having the cash available, but it's like, wait a second. If we're, we're in a crash here... I know. So another rough indicator comes from people in the package delivery business who say they're seeing a dip, which obviously would lead you to believe people are cutting back on online spending. That's right. Amazon. There has to be a point where these inflation numbers, like you mentioned, your little thing of cheese. (laughs) Well, they start to, they start to go up. You just have to start cutting back somewhere. You can't go on forever. You do it even if you have money, right? Uh, Depending on how you were raised, right? Like I grew up in, in a blue collar world. I've got all that stuff hardwired into me. Right, I I go now for the five ninety five gas. I don't have to, but I do it because I it's just the way I am. Now yeah. uh, now like the steak, I like to get a certain kind of steak to make it home. But now instead of getting three quarters of a pound, I get a half a pound for two meals. Right, wow. and 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 it saves it saves a few bucks. It saves I just your arteries too. Now 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 the cheese. Now I'm looking. It's like, huh, the cheese went up. And just a dollar fifty went up from huh? four twenty nine to five seventy nine, and I, I had the two tubs of cheese 
I was holding one in my left hand, one in my right hand. And I'm looking, I'm looking, am I, am I imagining this? Because I knew, I do most of the grocery shopping in the house, so I knew I bought the 429 cheese just a few weeks ago. No more than three weeks. And, no. and so what, now I'm, now I'm going to go look, see if there's other kinds of cheese. At the other end of this, another indicator says we're not in any big trouble because pet parents are spending as much as ever. Petco had a great quarter. They don't think inflation is affecting the fact that, uh, and as you know, there's more and more people who are opting or for other reasons not to have children. Instead, they're picking up pets. They're turning them into children. They're buying all sorts of things for them. And according to this indicator, the CEO of Petco said we're not seeing any declines. In fact, we're seeing people buying even more luxurious items for their dogs and cats and other pets. So. I, I could see that. I could see that being an exception because people are so emotionally unhinged about their animals. They are that, that might very be the, attached. The stripper might be the first thing you cut, but your, your, your dog food is the last thing to cut. Especially during the pandemic when people are locked down and like the animals, all they had if they're single and they live alone. Well, this is a great honor here because not only uh, oh, thank you. Conway has oh, shown sorry. up, but, uh, but um, a guy I had left for dead, I thought uh, he was never going to uh, be seen again. Mark Thompson's back, of, baby. Look at you, weeks. dude. I don't mind telling you, gentlemen. You look paralyzed. Big, uh, yeah, I've had my back totally seize up on me, but it took oh, uh, no. two doctors and three quacks to bring me along here. Yeah, and I'm uh, what kind of drugs are you on? I'm not. I'm on no uh, meds right now. No. Really? Yet? Wow. No, only this is only the first hour of the Conway Show. We'll see how it goes. That's but it's a, great to uh, great to be back. Yeah. Um. All right. We have a uh, Jennifer Lynn Kennedy. She's a lawyer for and a spokesperson for the Parent Advocate Group out of Granada Hills. It's not letting those kids graduate. You know, because they're not vaxxed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's so 70 kids, and, you know, a lot of them, they're not anti-vaxxers. They have conditions where they cannot get the vaccine. And, um, you know, they've been through two years of hell with COVID, and they want to just graduate in their class, and the school said no. And yeah. we have her on the show tonight? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, she's coming on. Um, and I, and so that's uh, that's cool, right? Yeah, very cool, I think. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Yeah. All right, and then also... <laughs> a short show. Well, it's, no, she's here for four hours. We're going to talk to her for a long time. We're going to get back. She's here for two hours, then we're going to repeat it's it. It's a deep dive. Are you familiar with that? Short uh, show or a long conversation? I I, uh, I guess that Maverick, the Top Gun, would make $150 million. I guess it was 151 I heard, or 156 uh, I Did you bet on that, too? Yeah, I didn't really? bet on Really? Was there an over-under on it? Yeah, there was. You can bet on box office, yes. Very strong. That's great. I know, but but... But then again, those numbers can be manipulated, right? I mean, not, you know, a guy who sneaks in the theater is not paying as much as the yes, guy who... You know, <laughs> it could be off by yeah. 12 to 15 bucks. Sure. Yeah, yeah can you sue over that? <laughs> uh, and then uh, Disneyland is suspending the sale of the Magic Key Annual Pass. Um, oh, I guess no. it's too popular, right? So Probably. Bad vibes. And then uh, Mexican pizza's gone again from Taco Bell. So I don't yeah, know. I saw that. Wow. Apparently the mm. demand was too you're, great. You're on top of everything. Yeah, well, that's the last hour do. we do that. <laughs> Look, that's, that's the, the this is the stuff Disney people pass. care about. It's a leftover the hour. The Mexican pizza. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the yeah. last wow. hour. Okay. Well, look, I mean, that's how you become number one. <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, you better spend a, a lot of time with that parent. Ding dong. That's how you become number one. You talk about the issues people really care about. Right? Is that the way like it's used to 
Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Really care about That's true. Ding dong. Thompson Kirsch has got the news. Let's go. Yeah. To Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight visit lisa.com slash iheart that's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iheart see new things try new things go back centuries while living in the moment forge new paths while discovering old ones pedal paddle and paint while trekking tasting and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind your heart and your body on a river cruise exclusively from avalon waterways save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com avalon is cruising elevated.